0: One important type or sense of justice, which Aristotle discusses in Nicomachean Ethics Book Five, and also mentions in a few other works like the politics and, in particular, the rhetoric, is what we could call legal justice. And what we're talking about there is justice that is in some way bound up with legality, with an existing framework of laws. The Greek word is nomos, which can mean law, can also mean custom. And the general idea is that every single society whether these are written or unwritten, has some set of norms, some structures that are distinctive to that society and which regulate the understanding of what's right and what's wrong, the expectations about behavior. Now, there's a few things that come up in the Nicomachean Ethics discussion. There's some other things that come up in the Rhetoric discussion, but I I don't want to go into those So if we understand justice in a certain sense as lawfulness or legality, then another way in which we can understand it when it comes to individuals is being law-abiding, being nominos or nomikos. Following the law on that sort of conception is what is just. So if I, for example, ought to pay my taxes by April 15th, and I do that, Then I'm following the law, I am just in that sense. That doesn't mean that I'm a just person overall, or in any any greater sense. In order for me to be a just person overall, in this sense of uh, law-abidingness, I would have to actually be following all, or at least most, at least the ones I'm capable of doing, the laws that are applicable to me over time as a pattern of behavior. And likewise, breaking the law under this consideration would be unjust. So... I decide, screw it, I'm not going to pay my taxes anymore. I become a lawbreaker by that, and thereby I become unjust. And the longer I do it, the more occasions on which I do it, the more unjust I am. So, this is a, a conception of justice which Aristotle doesn't spend a lot of time exploring in terms of motive, in terms of habit. Why not? Well, he's reflecting a sort of common understanding of you're a, a just person, provided you remain within certain boundaries, certain guardrails, if you will, that are laid down by the laws. And they, they can change over time. New laws can be added, laws can be revoked. But at any given time, you're just if you remain within that, and you're unjust if you're straying outside of the, the boundaries. Now, he says a few other things that are very important for making sense out of this. There's a conception of law at work here that you might call aspirational. He says that laws should aim at the the common good. He doesn't actually say that it necessarily is the common good of all. He says the common good of most, or of all, or of a certain class, or of the rulers. And what he's picking out there is the fact that Laws are not always, even though they may be intended for the common good, they often end up helping out one group but not another. And some people do enact laws which are primarily to the benefit of their class, their group, could be uh, based on, on race, if you think about you know segregation laws in the South. And the question is, is it right to obey those sorts of laws? Do those also embody this kind of justice? It seems like Aristotle would have to say, at least in some respects, laws can be more or less just. And then you want you know, some sort of other criteria. He's not actually talking about that here. But he is saying, so they should aim at the common good. They should be promoting the general happiness. They should be providing for the advantage of the society. And how would they do that? This is something distinctively, not necessarily Aristotelian, but distinctively Hellenic. They should produce virtue and they should prohibit vice. So, for example, one of the vices would be excessive anger. And does the law forbid things that people tend to want to do given excessive anger? Yes. He gives examples of this in the Nick and McCain ethics and also in the politics. He says, for example, the law says when you get angry at somebody, you're not supposed to hit them. And so the law says, don't strike people. And if you do, here's the penalties for it. It also says that you shouldn't slander them. You shouldn't say certain bad things about them, even though you're angry at them and you might feel that they're true at the time. And good laws are designed to steer us away from the things that, that are vicious. And if, if we fail in in steering ourselves away from that, then they punish us so that we say, I I don't want to do that again. And they also should steer us towards behavior that is virtuous. One of the the open questions that you should think about to what degree are laws on their own capable of actually producing the kinds of habits in people that that we call virtue. And that's a very interesting question. In any case This is Aristotle's conception of what law ought to be doing. And he concedes that in many cases, it may not actually be doing that. So the question that you want to ask yourself then is, is it still good to obey laws that perhaps were not designed for the advantage of all, but designed for the advantage of some people or were kind of thrown together in a haphazard manner? He actually does talk about that. He says, when the laws are made hastily, they're made less well. Aristotle would say that in general, again, in general, even if the laws aren't the best laws that they could be, and by the way, he doesn't think that in most cases, at least in his contemporary Greece, they were the best laws they could be, it's still good to follow the laws in general. That is a type of justice, to follow patterns that are, that are in place. It's still a bad thing to break the law, even if the law is kind of a stupid law. You know, so you might say, well, think about jaywalking, for example. It's illegal in many places to jaywalk. And you might say, look, it's really inconvenient for me to have to, like, go all the way to the crosswalk. Uh, There's no cars coming. Let me just cross here. And Aristotle would say, yeah, maybe in that circumstance, you're not actually, you know, doing any sort of injustice. You're not doing an unjust act. But in general, you should walk to the crosswalk. Because they made these rules, and we follow them so that it does tend to promote some sort of common good. He stresses that legal justice is not the same thing as natural justice. What does he mean by natural justice? Natural justice is that which people acknowledge as being right or wrong pretty much universally. So most societies, for example, forbid incest. There are a few that that actually do go along with it. But Aristotle would say, look, those are screwed up societies. That's why there are exceptions to the the general rule. There are certain things that Aristotle would say are moral norms that most people can get. And those would be embodied in what he's calling natural justice. Legal justice is what is more particularized for a given community, with its own history, with its own conflicts, with its own particular preoccupations, working from you know the best understanding that they have at the time, and embodied in some sorts of codes that are, if not necessarily universally intelligible or transparent, are at least accessible to people so they can say, look, here's what the law actually says. You're either going to do it or you're not. And so you know, we come back to where we started. We're following those sorts of codes is what counts as just in that case. And breaking those rules is what's counting as unjust.